Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope everything is great where you are. Uh, over here, I've been mostly getting used to a very different kind of life. You know, it's, it's funny because I've, I've been very lucky and, and had the opportunity to live all over the world, but I've lived mostly in little boxes. And for the first time, I've actually got space and I've been kind of relearning what it's like to actually live life without um, four walls just encroaching on me whenever I take like two steps either either side of where I am. Uh, so it's been it's been a very interesting time. Um, I actually my, my new place is about a fifteen minute drive from the beach, which is kind of funny because it's opened up a whole bunch of new options for my, my my kind of daily routine that I never really thought of before. So I've got used to spending the afternoon like because often before I would kind of go out in the afternoon, um, but now I've kind of been staying at home in the afternoon, enjoying time at home, and then um, and then and then driving down to the beach for like for sunset and then some fish and chips by the beach and it's so nice it's such a different experience of of life it's funny how routines can change and it's been wreaking absolute chaos wreaking absolute havoc with my language learning routine i don't know what my language learning routine is right now it's been totally turned on its head but that's fine sometimes it's important to allow yourself to kind of just take a break for for your study and your learning not to be perfect and god knows my learning hasn't been perfect for a, long, <laughs> a very long time now but uh yeah i've also um been setting up my home studio and um if you want to see what my new office looks like uh check out my youtube channel because i've been making videos from here and i'm actually going to be uh asking you lovely people uh, my audience across different different kind of platforms to actually help contribute to my my studio because I, I, I'm very lucky that I've got an audience from all around the world. And I was wondering whether whether people might like to send me little little bits and pieces from where from where you are in the world, from your home country. And then I'm gonna decorate my 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 studio with those things. So you'll be able to see your uh, your these things that you send me actually in the videos, which I thought would be really nice and a, a way for us to kind of um, communicate from from afar so anyway check out my youtube channel uh, if you'd like to see what that is all about and maybe even send me a little trinket or something uh, from where you are that would be that would be great fun what else has been going on we've also been working very hard with my with the whole team to prepare for the launch of conversations 2 and conversations in case you don't know is what it's probably my most popular ever program it's focused on helping you improve your listening skills so that you can understand native speakers when they when they speak and it's all based on a on a really, really interesting story about a couple who move out into the countryside, a bit like I've just done actually, <laughs> but they, uh, life isn't quite as tranquil as it seems and they get into all kinds of um, trouble. Conversations 2 is, um, can I tell you what it's about? I can't tell you what it's about, but it's a, it's a continuation of sorts of the story. Um, and it's almost done, almost ready. We're going to be releasing in April. Uh, but the thing about this particular program is it's only going to be available to those of you who actually have conversations one. So if you don't own conversations one, you, you won't, I, I won't even tell you about this because there's no point really, because it's a continuation of the story. Um, so it wouldn't mean much to you. Um, but if you are interested in this and you'd like to know what all the, all the fuss is about, you can go to, I will teach you a language.com, uh, browse the uh, various language courses and have a look for conversations. We have it in six languages. We are adding English as well. 
um, English and Russian, I believe we're, we're, we're adding. And, um, and if you, I think we're going to be launching this probably in mid April. So if you, if you are a conversations student by that point, then you will also hear about the, um, the, the launch of conversations too. And the cool thing about that is whenever I launch these new courses, I always like to do big offers. So I'll be giving away a very, very good bundle. Um, what I normally do not, not to Give, not to let the cat out of the bag too much, but basically whenever I release a new course, I like to give you the chance to get all languages for the price of one, which is nice because you get like eight courses in all different languages um, for no, at no extra cost. And it just allows me to, uh, to reward people who have been supporting me and following me for, for all this time. So anyway, um, conversations is something to check out if you'd like to be involved in that, in the second part of what's going on. Um, I think we're going to get into today's question, and today we have another little big question, which is becoming a bit of a, a bit of a trend, which is fantastic. And it is our friend from Algeria. Hi, brother Oli. Good, good morning from uh, Algeria. Today I have a little big question about your approach in teaching languages or in learning languages. So your approach is in three words: it's read, read, read. So what is the difference between your approach and the approach that says, uh, listen, listen, listen? You know, the écoutez, écoutez, écoutez. What is the differences between your approach and this approach? And thank you. Thank you so much. Mohammed, brother Mohammed, thank you so much for your, for your question. It's great to hear you back as well. You left the question before. And these, uh, these little big questions are they're awesome because it is a little question. It was only 30 seconds, but it's also a very big question because what's the difference between read, 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 his mantra that I have, well, it's not just me, many people have, um, and listen, listen, listen. What actually is the difference? C'est quoi la différence entre, as you put it, écoutez, 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 and lisez, lisez, lisez. C'est quoi la différence? What's the difference? So I love this question. And it was also a really great opportunity to just gather my thoughts and think, um, trying to quantify all this stuff. This is why I like this podcast, because it gives me a chance to take these big questions, these little big questions, and actually organize my thoughts so that I can explain them um, over the airwaves. Very useful for me, because as they say, when you when you like teaching stuff is often the last stage of mastery, right? Once you've got very good at something, teaching it is then the way to actually really, really know your stuff. So what's the difference between the power of reading and the power of listening in simple terms? Well, let's start by talking about what reading is and why reading has the benefits it does. So for me, it's mostly because reading is the most convenient form of input for study. If you think about the study process, what you're doing is you sit down and you engage with the language. And the thing about reading texts is that you get to see the words on the page in front of you. It's all laid out in a very convenient format. And this it makes it very, very suitable for the way that we study. You can look through a sentence, you can read a sentence, and then you can go back and you can look at the word before or the sentence before. You can reread a sentence easily. You can scan through the text to see how long it is. Um, to look to see if any, you know, if, you, if you see a word, you can scan through the text forward to see if it comes up again. There's so many different ways that you can, what we say, process that text. So many different ways that we can deal with the text because it's all there and you can see it all in one place. 
this for me makes it the most convenient form. This is also really, if you think about your 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 mother tongue, I mean, I I, I listen a lot to audiobooks and podcasts, but it's mostly um, so that I can consume that content in times where it's not convenient for to, to read, like when I'm out for a walk or when I'm driving. But I do find, and you can you can you can tell me whether this is true for you. Um, do you get more from listening to an audiobook or from reading an actual book? For me, it's a kind of a bit of a catch-22. I consume far more when I'm listening because I'm, I'm a slow reader. So I consume a lot more when I'm listening to an audiobook or something, but I, I take in a lot more when I'm reading. So wherever possible, I do like to um, I do like to read because I feel like I, I, our brain is just more engaged. It takes more in. So when you apply this to foreign language learning, the content is all laid out for you, which means which makes it suitable for studying. But written material often has a different quality to spoken material. So when you write something down, you 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 write stuff more intentionally, more thoughtfully than if you were just speaking it. Like when I'm speaking right now, it's off the cuff. I have notes in front of me, but but it's uh, you know it's very spontaneous and. But if I were to write this in the form of a blog post, I would take so much more care. I would organize my thoughts a lot more. I would edit. Uh, I'd go back and make, you know, do two or three or four or five passes to make sure it is as clear as it can possibly be. And so written content is almost always more eloquent than spoken content. And this is why people tend to write books. People write books first and then get someone to do the audio recording later. People write, write, write blogs and write tweets because they want to take the time to think about what they're writing. So this means that stuff that is written is generally at a higher level and more um, well thought through than than spoken content. In addition to being easier to uh, to study. And so when we think about listening, then let's think about all the reasons why listening might not be such a convenient form of study. So for a start, you can't see what you are listening to, which means you're reliant just on your ears. This creates um, issues around what you can, what you, what you hear. So you might have audio interference. Uh, it might be quieter or louder. Um, you might have people with different accents that you can't quite hear clearly. Basically you're, you're not, it's, this is not necessarily a question of understanding the language, the words and phrases and grammar being used. It's more of a test of actually your listening skills in itself. Or we can say that I think your, your, your listening skills are being tested just as much, if not more, than your linguistic understanding. Also, when you're listening to audio, it's not a very comfortable format for studying. You can't look back across a sentence, reread a sentence easily. It's very difficult to um, to rewind accurately. You don't know where you are when you when you try to do that. It's not easy to go back and review. You, you're, 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 you're stuck, you're trapped in listening to the, the real-time progression of a piece of audio. And then you, if you add to that the fact that most spoken material is not authentic, uh, is, is authentic, sorry, and hasn't been graded or, or hasn't been um, prepared for, for learners, I mean, obviously, podcasts and some things like that can be. But generally, uh, you know, most stuff that you find to listen to is native level. It's very difficult. For you. And so one of the biggest challenges, the reason that listening can be very, very difficult for language learners is because it's very difficult to get hold of, um, of graded material. A lot of the stuff that you listen to is 
spoken by native speakers very quickly. And so is that whole thing of like testing your listening skills. Can you, you've got to be able to first pick apart the words and tell those words apart before you can actually then think about those words and process them. It's also the case that uh, often with, with spoken material, you know, when we speak, we use a very restricted vocabulary. I, I forget what the stats are, but we, we use far, uh, only a tiny fraction of the words that we actually know when we speak. Whereas when we write, you, we tend to use a lot better grammar. We use more vocabulary. We take our time to think more. Spoken material and written, written material often have very different qualities. Not always, of course, but because obviously you can write very poorly as well. Um, but that tends to be true. So for me, reading, what reading has baked in is focus. Whereas with listening, there's a lot more to distract you. There's a lot more barriers. And often we tend to listen when we're distracted anyway. So we put on some listening when we're doing the washing up or when we're driving. It's not really ideal learning conditions. And often if you, know, if you are listening and you are focused on what you're listening to, then the obvious question is, well, why not read instead? Or why not read at the same time at the very least? So overall, reading is just, reading is what we do as native speakers to educate ourselves. It is how we, we it's how we can best spend time with information in order to process it and learn from it. It's also laid out visually so that we can, um, we can use, we can deal with it and, and study it in whatever way we, we choose. Now, of course, in reality, it's not an either or. We want to do both. It's very important to do lots and lots of listening if you want to be able to understand native speakers, which of course we do for the most part. I think it's just a question of what comes when and how to prioritize. So reading, because of the qualities of written material and the act of reading, it's most suitable for actually learning the language, wrestling with the grammar, struggling with, um, with the text. Whereas listening is something that we need to do in order to understand native speakers. So as, as a, if, if I was going to caricature it, I'd say um, that you want to get your learning from reading and your listening practice from listening. That is a very, very simplistic way of looking at it. And in reality, we want to do both, which is why I recommend as far as possible, listen and read at the same time. But of course, often you can't find that listening material, the, the, you know, the audio to go along with the text, which is why uh, it, it kind of ends up in practical terms it ends up being a bit of an either or. And so, um, you know, as is often the case, we can talk about the theory of this, but it's the practice of this, which is which is most difficult. You know, for example, right now, I, I'm, I'm going back and improving my Cantonese at the moment. And the only material I can really find is listening material, <laughs> because there's tons of Cantonese on, on YouTube, on, on the radio, on the internet, uh, but there's very little written down because Cantonese is not something that is, that is often written down. So I'm really struggling at the moment um, by, I know I'm just spending my time listening. And it's really hard because I I have to, uh, because the material is far too hard, it's all native, native level. And I need the support of the words of the transcripts in order to actually learn from that. So I'm really kind of head to head with this uh, with this challenge right now. And I would kill for a bunch of interesting content that's written down. I just can't find it in Cantonese. Uh, it, it's easier in other languages. Anyway, Mohammed, I hope that helps. I hope that gives you um, a, a few ideas, a few different ways of, of thinking about this, this question. I think for me, really, it all comes down to the quality of study and how we are making the most out of our time. So read, 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 I say, but also listen, 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 and ideally, 
read and listen, read and listen, read and listen. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to ask me a question, you can go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash ask to ask me whatever question you like. And I look forward to seeing you back in the next episode. Throughout doing the podcast, one of the most, one of the saddest things actually that I've heard from people who leave messages for me for the show is that they feel very isolated when they are learning their languages. They'll tell me things like, nobody understands why I care about languages. No one just gets this language passion that I have and I feel very alone. And I know exactly what that is like. I've been through that for years. And that's one of the reasons that I started my Facebook community. Um, And it's a fantastic group with over 10,000, many more by this point, actually, over 10,000 language learners, just like you, just like me, people who are learning one language, who are just starting their first journey in language learning to those who already speak far more languages than me. It's a fantastic, supportive community, which is very, very well moderated. And I'd love to invite you to join. It's completely free. And if you'd like to join, you can go to Facebook and search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. That's on Facebook, search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. You'll need to um, request to be approved, but our moderators will approve you and you'll be in on the inside and you'll get all the support that you need. There'll be a place to ask and answer questions. Uh, I really think that you will enjoy it and benefit from it and I'd love to see you there. Once again, on Facebook, that is Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. I hope to see you there.